Hey y'all, it's Nisi. It's Michaela. And you are listening to or watching the Stay Like That podcast, a faith-based podcast where you be out of tea on Christ. And keep it really simple. So for today's episode, we're going to be going over and kind of breaking down uh, the verse Hosea 10-12. We'll be giving some context on it, uh, on the whole chapter, and then we'll also just be breaking down like some key words, you know, what God was saying to the Israelites during this time and um, how it can apply to our current lives right now. So um, first I'm going to read the verse to y'all just so that we all know what it is. Hosea 10, 12, it says, So to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. So just for some context um, for the entire chapter, chapter 10 as a whole, um, what had happened was, of course, Israel, they was doing what they always did, you know, just coming in and out of righteousness, in and out of uh I guess repentance. Um, so earlier in the earlier in the chapter, God he had described Israel as an empty vine, pretty much saying that they were trying to get things on their own, um, and that God he was still gracious enough as he is to bless them and allow them to produce fruit, but they were irresponsible with uh, the fruit that they did bear, the good fruit that they bear, um, and they did other things with what God has blessed them with instead of things that would glorify God and so because of this of course God he was in his feelings about it and he was like I don't like how that went down and so um ironically enough Israel they were still in a place that they were once previously defeated um as far as like in the physical but it also ties into the spiritual so they were in a place um called it says I'm just read first <laughs> is it I mean Hosea 10, 9 says, O Israel, thou hast sinned from the days of Gebeah. There they stood. The battle in Gebeah against the children of iniquity did not overtake them. And so he was pretty much saying that like there was a battle that happened in Gebeah that Israel, like they pretty much lost, but it didn't like completely overtake them. Um, but they were, God said like they were still in this place because there that they stood. So that pretty much gives us the context that the Israelites were still in a place that they were once defeated, but God kept them there. He didn't deliver them from that place because he wanted them to see their wrongdoings. He wanted them to repent and to come back to him. He wanted them to um, have this need and desire for him in order for God to help them change their situation. But of course, they were stubborn and they didn't want that to happen. So God, he's pretty much giving them the blueprint that they need. He's like, so to yourselves in righteousness. Reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he had till he comes and rains righteousness upon you. Um, and he's telling them this because in verse 13 he says, You have plowed, you have plowed wickedness, you have reaped iniquity, you have eaten the fruit of lies because you did not trust and because you did trust in your own way. Um, so he's pretty much telling them like they was committing so much idolatry that it's time for you to come back to me. It's time for you to repent, and I'm telling you how to do that. So, yeah, that's just some context. Um, so now that we know the verse, and now that we know the context, Kayla's going to go ahead and tell us some notes that she had on this verse. Okay, so I got, I did two different translations. So I only had one translation, but I did another translation just to, like, give y'all some more background on it. Because, um... 
of course I know in different trans translations like it's different meanings and like different ways of wording and stuff like that. So my translations that I'm going to be reading out today is NLT and MSG. Uh, MSG basically to just fast forward it says so righteousness reap love it's time y'all we're not gonna read msg because it don't <laughs> <laughs> not right now but okay so nlt um which is the new living translation it says i said plant the good seeds of righteousness and you will harvest a crop of love plow up the hard ground of your hearts for now is the time to seek the lord that he may come and shower righteousness upon you so when I was doing my notes, I just felt like it was a lot of different like keywords and words that we could like define and all that stuff like that. Because when you see a word and you get the definition of it, it helps you to better understand what you're reading and the context of where the scripture is coming from. So the very first word that I highlighted in it was plant. And if we all know, and I'm trying to like go somewhere with these notes and like tie them all into each other. But if you just like, the certain words so you have words like plant seeds righteousness harvest crop love plow hard seek and then we see righteousness again and the seeds in another verse that it is referring to matthew 13 19 tells us the seed is the word of the kingdom so my context was god's word is alive and active just like a plant is because plants are living organisms in order to be watered, we must go to the living water to be washed clean and be replanted. Old soil just won't work for the kingdom that God is bringing us up. It just won't work for the gardener in the garden. So a plant is a living organism. A seed is a flowering plant unit of reproduction capable of developing into another plant. So we see reproduction and developing. Righteousness, the quality of being morally right or justifiable. Harvest, the process of or period of gathering in crops, love, an intense feeling of deep aff affection, and of course, this is what God has for us. Uh, plow, which is this is before the sowing. This is the the pull out, like the pull up process, like when they go in the garden and they're like pulling stuff up out of us. Um, or in other words, a farm tool for loosening before the sowing. Uh, sowing, aka planting the seeds. Hard, solid, firm, not easily broken, aka the areas you won't let people in. It's your lockbox that you carry your trauma and emotions in. And the last word that we see is seek, attempt to find or, de or the desire to obtain. When I read this verse, because this I had never read this verse before. So this, this is the very first time it is being presented to me. But just based off of the first time of it being presented to me, it was a lot that I could take from the verse and a lot that I could get from the verse. And we keep seeing like harvest, seeds, plants, all of that. And when we look at the grand context of what this verse is telling us, we are the plants in the overall garden. There's a season for plowing and there's a season for sowing and there's a season for harvest. And a season for growing. There, there's a season for <laughs> all of that. And the overall gardener is God. And old soil just won't work in the kingdom, period. If you, if you want to be in the kingdom and all that stuff like that, you have to allow God to sow into you, to plow you up. You got to allow him to reach into the hard parts of your heart and pull up everything that is not fit for it. Like you just, 
I don't know, y'all. It's a lot. But no, you speaking. You know, I'm I think I'm trying to get to something, but I'm trying to like tie it together. I feel like saying the definitions, it helps like a little bit. Yeah. It helps you see it a bit more. So my thing that I wrote down, I said, We are the plants. God is the planter. He is the living water, the supplier, the planter, the throne of the kingdom. We are the seeds. In order to become good seeds, we must go to the Father to be plowed up pulled out of the world to be watered and replanted so we can then create a harvest that brings forth crops of love for God's glory. We have to allow him to break our heart and hearts to pull the pain out as we seek him so his righteousness can be showered on us so we can bear those fruits and be servants to become leaders of the kingdom because I forgot what's that quote, um, but the greatest le leader is a servant. So you have to be in a place of serving in order to be in a place of leadership. You have to know what it is to care for others, to serve others in order for you to be a leader, to be that blueprint of how somebody else is doing it. And this verse was just a really good verse. I feel like everybody can get different revelation from this verse. I didn't really write a lot of notes from it, but I did feel like, I just, you know what? I don't, I don't know y'all. And I'm gonna keep saying, I don't know. Cause it's like, I don't think it's really hitting for me right now. Yeah. Like maybe later I mean, in the episode. You, get what you have. You know, it's gonna come. It's so, gonna come to you. I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe like <laughs> when you start talking, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah. That's what always happens. <laughs> we just be bouncing off each other. But um to kind of tie into what you were saying about like just the uprooting process that comes before the sowing, that part is absolutely necessary because you cannot possibly plant a seed and then expect it to grow and then expect it to grow good fruit yeah. on solid hard ground that's like concrete that's exactly what um jesus was referring to in the parable about the about sowing the seeds in matthew 13 it's like he he gave a whole bunch of different references as in um where different seeds were planted so like seeds planted on hard ground seeds planted uh in good soil and stuff like that and he gave the analogies like when seeds are planted on hard solid ground like they don't have the chance to grow deep roots and so we definitely need to allow the vulnerability with god in order to allow him to like do what he needs to do but then again we still have to do our part you know because god just like in chapter 10 in hosea he was he was gonna do what he was gonna do but he was waiting on israel to make that move like okay now y'all have to make that move of repentance and submission and vulnerability and humility in order to come back to me so that this process can work out how it needs to and so as far as this goes i feel like that's the hard part for a lot of people a lot of people want to experience the growth but they don't want to experience the turnover, you know, the turnover of their soil, of the foundation. And, and that is the hard part. Um, but when you go through that and when you allow God into that and when you do it humbly and when you become submissive, um, then it's going to work out for the good. And so, yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm going through a, a uprooting season right now, and it's not easy. Like, it's a lot being pulled out. It's not. It's a lot being pulled out, and it's not easy at all. But this this kind of gave me some hope. Like in this current moment, like it gave me some hope knowing that okay, the uprooting is happening, and that God, His word is good. Like the seeds are being planted right now. Um, so I know that like in the future. I'm gonna reap what's being sold. So yeah, that did just kind of give me some hope. Cause what? <laughs> so 
and I don't know, the more that we like talk about it, I think it's a really good verse because I know people always say the term like a rose that grew from the concrete and all that stuff like that. But what people don't realize is when you are planting and you are looking forward to reaping things and you are looking forward to the product of your fruit and the fruits that you are going to bear, you have to make sure that the soil you're planting on is good soil. Mm -hmm. You can't just find a plot of land and be like, oh, I'm going to plant here because it's a lot of land or because it's a lot of other people that's right here or because they doing this or they doing that. You got to find some good soil. You got to plant on that. You got to find some other plants to join your garden and all of that. But ultimately, you have to... Me, personally, when it comes to my planting, my seeds... The person that supplies the water, God said he is the living water. Mm -hmm. He is the living spring of water. Um, so when I plant a seed, I need some good water. I can't have no dirty fountain water. I can't have <laughs> none of that. Like I need the living water. So it's just like, it's a really good verse because we see when we plant those seeds and we allow God to plant us, there's a lot that we reap from it. There's a lot of things that we get pulled up out of us. There's a lot of things that we release from the way that you come into your walk is the not is not the same way that you're going to be three years from that moment. If you are the same at day one, the same that you are in year three, you have to continuously allow God to work on that hardened soil, on that old soil, on who you allowing. It's really essential and important. And I know we keep talking about plants and gardens and all that stuff like that, but it's a really good analogy because like I said earlier, when you are planting a garden, you're looking for the best seeds. You're not just looking for no seeds that you pick up on the side of the road or you're not looking for no seeds that you think going to get you a plant quickly. No, that seed got to go through. It's got to go. It needs sunlight. It needs water. It needs a good environment to be around. So essentially, when God is replanting you and when he is repruning your seed and sowing and plowing and pulling up, you got to make sure that the thing that the things that you're surrounded with is equally if and or if not more yoked to what is going on because a good flower can't grow around bad ones they just can't bad company corrupts character yes you can grow but sooner or later that dirt is coming from right that dirt that's coming from right next to you it's gonna spill over into your flower pot mm -hmm. so just really making sure that we're paying attention to where we are planting ourselves where we are allowing our feet to be planted and not trying to be planted everywhere. Everywhere is not meant for us to be planted in. So I just, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's really hard to explain. It's one of those things you just will have to get revelation on. But overall, when it comes to you reaping harvest, you got to make sure you plant in the right seeds. Because if your seeds ain't planted the right way, you ain't, you ain't getting no harvest. Yeah. None of that. Farmers, when they don't have the right crops and just all of that stuff like that, it's just, it don't really... It don't, it don't really, it don't really do much like that. Reap nothing. You know, like oh. the rain, like that snow effect, sunlight, nothing. Like they don't reap any crops. So just really making sure that you're paying attention to where you are being planted and where you are planting yourself um, can really determine how you allow God to work on you. If you are planting yourself around people that are not growing you in any shape or manner, you're not allowing God to come into you because when once God starts coming into your heart and heart and really working on you, you start to realize, I don't want to be in this environment anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be around these people anymore. They're not helping me grow. They're not plowing anything out of me. They're not sowing anything out of me. There's no harvest in this group. And I was reading this quote. It was like, 
perhaps if you are around people who are not essential to your growth, you are not in a circle, you are in a cage because you're confined. Like there's no room for you to, there's no room for you to grow. So there are some times where certain people you didn't know since childhood, you got to chuck up the deuces to them really because like, it's not even like no bad blood or nothing like that, but it's just like for the, the harvest that I'm trying to reap, your seed is not enough for my harvest. And it's not saying that you're not enough as a person, but you're just not enough in where I'm going. Mm -hmm. You don't really serve a purpose in where I'm going. You have a purpose, but your purpose is not with me. So just, I don't know, it's really important just to make sure that you're watching where you're being planted because what you plant grows. And what grows, that's the harvest that you're going to get. It's multiple scriptures in the Bible that's like, you got to really watch what you put you got to watch what you really plant because the harvest is going to be based off of what you plant. So mm -hmm. if you plant, if you plant dirt on dirt, you're going to get more pounds of dirt. If you plant seeds on dirt and it's good soil and it's a good environment and it's getting sunshine, it's rain, yeah. rain, the living water, it's getting sunshine. God is, God is the light. God is All really that, light, <laughs> that harvest is going to be something serious. So. It's just really important just to really make sure that you're watching where you're being planted. And I feel like in the season that I'm in, I'm really being careful. My seeds, for me right now, my seeds include my intentions. My seeds include how I treat people. My seeds include how I let people treat me, how I use my time, and all of that. When I pay attention to those seeds and I allow God to be the planter that he is, it's just like, it really, it definitely changes that. And it makes the harvest a lot different. And in the midst, it's like, I don't understand, like, why am I not growing? But when you do get to that harvest, it's, it's something serious. And you really realize that all the sowing and all the plowing that was happening, it was definitely for a purpose and for a reason. Yeah. Mm, that's good. That's pretty much, <laughs> that's pretty much my notes, y'all. Yeah, but um, I did want to touch on really quick, just how God is very specific his words and when he says something um, yeah he does mean it and so while I was reading this verse and just kind of going over the words I was trying to be very intentional with going over the words and like what he can mean um so when it says sow to yourselves in righteousness reap in mercy break up your fallow ground he, he was giving them an action to do you know so we also need to be very intentional with what it is that we're doing and not just expect God to do absolutely every little thing for us when we have a role that we're playing in the harvest that we reap. Mm -hmm. A lot of people often get this messed up where it's like they think, oh, well, God is in charge of my growth. So if I'm in the same spot, like that's not, that's not my fault. Yeah. Right. And it's not to say that like it's anybody's fault because everybody plays a part in something um, that's going on in their life but ultimately we we make the choices um, as to what we do and so it's important to be very intentional as in what choices we're making are they wise choices um, are we following God's instruction are we seeking his instruction because just like in this verse he said it is time to seek the Lord, meaning like this is a right now word, like it's time. Y'all need to not skip this. Y'all need to not like miss this word. Like, come on, it's time to get up and start doing what you need to start doing. 
and so or doing what you should have been did like uh but yes that's that's just kind of what i have from that is to be very intentional um when god gives us an instruction to do it um yeah and it's gonna ultimately lead us to where we need to be and lead us to what we can expect from god because he then says till he comes and reigns righteousness upon you so god he already knows the outcome of obedience you know but are you going to do what he tells you to do are you willing to break up that fall off ground and are you willing to seek the lord in due time because in due time everything's gonna happen if you do things the way that they're supposed to be done so yeah <laughs> I feel like I'm in such a season of seeking. Like, yo, I, like, tell me about it. It's like beforehand, like, of course, I was like seeking and stuff like that, but I don't feel like I was seeking enough. And I know there are moments in your walk where people is like, don't base. So I've been told before, I know personally by a, a friend that I look towards for like spiritual counsel and all of that stuff like that. I've been told, don't base how good God is off of your performance because God is gonna work either way. Like, yes, there are things that he wants to do through you, but if God wants something to get done, he he's gonna, gonna get it done. done. He is in all things, literally. So with me being in a season of just like seeking and stuff like that, it's, it's, it's putting me in a spot to pray more, worship more, read more. Like when I, when I see myself getting into a place where I'm lacking gratitude or I'm lacking compassion or lacking mercy and grace for, for um, who God is and like almost kind of becoming numb to who he is, like not intentionally like saying that he can't do enough, but just like, God, I don't, I don't feel like right now I'm in a season where I'm seeing anything yeah, and you get discouraged, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So you get like really discouraged. But I was telling myself the other day, I was like, I was talking to God, I was like, I've been, I've been praying for this. I've been praying like, God, reveal to me like this. Like, what do you want me to do today? Like, I don't even want to know what you want me to do 30 years from now or even a week from now or mm -hmm. even tomorrow. I just want to know what you want me to do today. And the best thing that you could do to seek God, get into his presence. A lot of people are like, I can't hear God. Like, I don't, I don't know his voice. Seek him. You've been praying, pray again. <laughs> Pray continuously. You've been reading, read again. You've been worshiping, worship again. Do not stop doing something because you think it's not reaping a harvest. Those seeds that are being planted, those seeds of worship, praise, prayer, reading, fellowship with other community and fellowshipping with believers, those are all seeds. And when you get to that point, you're, it's going to be a moment of realization like, all that paid off not because of what i was doing but because of how good god is and how he saw what i was doing and he saw i was being a servant and he saw i was seeking him he said seeking you shall find knocking the door will be open a lot of people get discouraged when the door is only cracked if the door is cracked keep knocking the door is going to come open you have faith without works is dead so you can't believe god to do something and then you going out doing what you want to do mm -hmm. you can't be halfway obedient if you want God to move on Saturday, you gotta move. You gotta move Sunday through Friday. You just have to, cause God can move earlier and He can move a little later. But I think people have to also realize is it's not based off of your timing. It's based off of 
God's timing. But you also can't use God's timing as a way for you not to do any work. You have to be like... You, you just, still got to be intentional. Yeah, you have right. to be still seeking him. So I think that's one thing that I'm really learning right now. Like, if I'm praying and I don't think I'm praying enough, pray again. Mm -hmm. If I If I'm worshiping and I go sit in the room and I'm like, dang, I'm going to listen to some more worship music. Get up and go do it. Don't get discouraged. Yeah, and then just to piggyback off of that, like a lot of people think, well, I don't, I don't see God moving or I don't hear Him, and then they do get discouraged and then they just kind of come to a standstill. I had to come to that realization, like I cannot come to a standstill, and I can't afford to come to a standstill. And ultimately, what I do it could be affecting somebody else's walk too, like somebody else's. Uh, shoot, what am I trying to say? My obedience could also be affecting somebody else's walk or like what they receive from god or something like that we talked so, about that in our very first episode yeah <laughs> so it's like you we cannot afford to come to a standstill you know and it's different when you're coming to a standstill on your own versus when god is telling you stand still then like that's different rest. right that's different but when you're when you're not actively um being just intentional and, and pressing forward, then that can, it can cost you, you know? And that's something that I'm learning is that I absolutely have to keep on pressing even when I don't see nothing moving, even when I don't feel like anything I'm doing is worth it, even when in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to give up. Like nothing is even worth even trying anymore. And honestly, that's how I've been feeling. And it's just like, I absolutely have to keep going like I can't stop you know and that it still makes me feel I don't know like it, it makes me feel like a lot it's a lot of pressure but then again there's still that hope there that is is definitely something better that's recently I'm gonna just share this because this could be for somebody else too I've realized that a lot of brothers and sisters are going through the works right now and it's not even just me and Kayla like even just on social media and stuff like mm -hmm. I've been seeing a lot of people just saying like how they've been going through it in different ways um but I feel like God has definitely been telling me that it's definitely a time for newness and I keep Ever since December, like, I've been hearing, like, the, the verse, um, Isaiah, it's in Isaiah 43, where he's talking about something new is coming. Do you not perceive it? Like, it's, yeah, I'm tired of paraphrasing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to just go to it. But the guy's definitely been giving me that word over and over and over and it's like but he needs me to still do something you know in order for me to step into it and things are being stirred up right now in the spirit and we absolutely have to have eyes in order to perceive what's going on oh that's good like because i think people think believing is enough but what people have to realize is your belief, yeah, when you come to Christ, believe that, you know, what you're supposed to believe. But it's like demons believe in God. The right. devil believes in God. Like, you, it's, it got to be more Yeah, than that. so if believing was enough, we'd all be going to the same place. Oh, can I say something real fast? 
another thing i feel like we offer the hosea verse but i feel like all of this needs to be said like it ties into it yeah like recently god he's been calling me to do more than what i've been doing and you know when people say like glory to glory and stuff like that like of course like you don't need to top what you did last year you know what i'm saying like i'm gonna need to be in my word more than i was last year i'm gonna need to be worshiping more than i did last year more than i did last month more than i did yesterday like i absolutely have to keep on going right (laughs) more than i did this morning (laughs) but it's like yes this is it's a heavy weight it's pressure but who i have to remember that god tells us put your like I'll give you, I'll give you uh, my yoke and my burden. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Like I have to be remembering, like He is here for me, and that I don't have to bear all of this weight. And that if I'm going through it, like I can't, I can't get through it. You know, if if God brought me to it, I can get through it. You know, so no that's definitely something, you. right? And it's not even just about temptation, but it's just like I have to, I do have to carry more. You yeah. know. In, in this season that I did before. And it's definitely a shift happening. Um, it's a major shift happening. And I perceive that. <laughs> it's a major shift happening. Not just with me, but like just in the body. Like it's always something moving in the body. But I feel like this was happening. It's like. Different. It's, it's different. It's really different. It's really different. But anyways, to read this verse. Um. Uh, Isaiah 43 19 behold I will do a new thing now it shall spring forth shall you not know it I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert so yeah God's doing some crazy things right now crazy things and crazy crazy guys <laughs> no we was literally sitting in the car earlier we really and, was just talking about and, uh, it Kayla was like it's like been so weird and I don't want to say like God is weird I was like no like you can say God is weird <laughs> God is definitely weird, but like he's he's weird. He do some weird things, but for the good, <laughs> for the good. Things that would be like okay. right, like that's how you wanted to do it the other day. But <laughs> yeah, um, girl, like speaking through donkeys, that's so weird. Like speaking through bushes, <laughs> through bushes. <laughs> enough is enough. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> enough is enough. <laughs> just talk to me right quickly and that's enough but yeah i mean shoot i feel like i don't know i feel like this is just really good but just know that with newness some things are going to get stirred up foundations is gonna be um foundations is gonna be removed people gonna be removed ground is gonna be plowed you might even be removed (laughs) Plants got to be uprooted, and some new seeds got to be planted. Sowing, plowing, harvesting. It's, it's a lot going on. It is. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> All we can say is, man. 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 But yes, y'all, just definitely uh, stay diligent in prayer. Don't cease in prayer. That's definitely something I need to uh, be more consistent in. I, I do pray every day, but it's something I, I need to be more of. I really feel like God is just telling me more and more and more like it's not enough. And it's like I need to get out of this mindset of being a crybaby when somebody tell me I need to be doing more because they'd be like, what do you mean? 
like I'm doing my best, but it's like if God is telling me I can do more, that means I'm not doing my best. Like I can do more, you know. And so when he first told me like he's requiring more of me, I was like, "What do you mean?" Like, <laughs> there's and I'm trying. Like, what there's more. <laughs> I was I was excited at the same time. But then again, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm already overwhelmed. Like, but I just gotta remember, he got my back. Like, it's all good. Just do what he tells you to do. It's gonna be okay. Um, yeah, it's just a lot happening. Going through the motions. It is, y'all. Very tired. <laughs> if y'all can tell in our um countenance and how we're talking even today, we're not as upbeat as we usually be. Like we still, thank God, we still have joy and peace. I'm not going to lie, y'all. I'm not even going to sit here and Listen. make it serious. So it feel like I'm in Creed 3 right now. Like, it feel like oh we boxing. Like, I'm, <laughs> no, like, it literally, like, it, I was just, no, I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, I kept saying, and I was like, I got to stop saying that. Like, when somebody be like, how are you? I'm drained. I'm tired. Like, when you say I'm, you say I am. Like, you're putting those things on you so instead of saying you know i'm tired i'm exhausting don't put that on you say i don't know what's going on but i'm gonna keep going yeah and i know some people That's be like weird. girl no i'm, I'm just tired i'm, I'm gonna leave it <laughs> i'm gonna wrong to the truth and that's how i be feeling i be like yo if i'm not doing good like my mama asked me the other day uh she was like you okay i was like no like sometimes you just gotta say yeah, I just started praying. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm not okay. But then again, um, like, let's say I'm on the phone. They'll be like, how are you? And I think about it and I'll be like, you know what? I'm actually doing good. Like, although I don't feel okay, I just think about, like, where I could be. I where think I about, like, the things that I could be without. You know what I'm saying? I think about, like, just the mental state that I'm in. Like, even though my mental, even though my mental, like, I'm, I'm feeling sad, I'm actually still doing good. I'm not that bad. Like, for real. <laughs> I'm not that bad. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's, I don't think, I think some people think, like, when you say stuff like that, they're like, oh, you're devaluing how you feel. Or you're, you're dismissing me. You know, and it's like, it's not necessarily I'm dismissing my emotions, but it's like, I'm not where I was, and I'm not where I could be. Mm -hmm. Like, with life, with new levels, with new planting comes new demons. It comes new people that's trying to mess with you and all that stuff like that. And it's like, I think when people, like, one thing that has really helped me get through my problems and, like, certain things that I go through is it could be worse. Right. And it that's what I think so when people worse. ask me how am I doing, I'd be like, well, I'm actually pretty good. Like, I don't, I don't tell people I'm... I'm doing bad, like, I'm down bad. I'm and I don't get people to run down anymore. Like, for people that, like, try to, like, do the catch-up, like, that's something been I've been you? trying to learn. I'm good. Especially with people <laughs> I don't know. I don't need to tell you everything that happened from when we graduated up yeah, until now. Like, it's just, you know, it's really not. And in church, too. Yeah. That's another conversation. <laughs> Why did you just squint like that? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, but, no, that's, it's sad, but it we is. still have to be careful. Even in a church house. We Stop still, oversharing with people, you all You still got to be careful. Still. Literally. Some people, people, be like, people be rats. Me like, too. I had, like, I, and I don't like what people say. You're too private. You're too private. 
You're too private. I don't think people know about monitoring spirits. I don't know think people know about people like people be speaking stuff over like, us. And like I don't need you to know what happened to me on Thursday. I don't need you to know what happened to me on Wednesday. If you see me and you ask me how I am, I'm fortunate. Mm -hmm. I'm living. I'm alive. I'm breathing. I woke up this morning. That's all we can leave the conversation. I don't need to tell you, girl. It's been a struggle. Like I've been, I've been wanting. To, I don't need to tell you that. I don't. I don't need to tell you that because everybody's felt like that at one point in their life. And if people got as far as they got, and if everybody stopped at where they was right now, we would get nowhere. Yeah. So as far as you need to know, I'm fortunate. I woke up this morning. I'm alive. I'm blessed. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need. To, don't don't try to catch. Ugh, that's another conversation. I just. I don't like when people. I used to like, you know, people be like, because I used to be like, okay, they're catching up, you know, it's good to catch up. But now, like, the the main question that I really don't like now is, how has life been? How have you been doing? I've been doing well. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing enough. <laughs> <laughs> what? Other than that, I didn't have any moments. Yeah. Okay. I think, uh, hold on. I feel like I'm missing something. Just one thing. Let me go back to it real fast. Because I think it was something from John. Yeah, John 15. How Jesus is the true vine. And I just wanted to quickly, I'm going to keep this short and simple. Um, Take your time. Like that. <laughs> With the verse from Hosea 10. One, when he was like, y'all are an empty vine. Like, but then in John... 15 jesus says i'm the true vine you know so it's like we cannot ever reap from ourselves because even later in john jesus was like you can't bear fruit without me <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i'm the source Every branch that doesn't bear fruit right <laughs> so ultimately like when when we're um trying to grow and when we're trying to bear good things in life and seek the lord you have to go to Jesus. Like, Jesus, he's He's the source. He's the root. He's the life. He's the living water. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Everything that we need. Um, and so, yeah, just tying this verse back to Jesus. He's He is who we should be seeking after. He is the one who's going to help us um, uproot the things that need to be uprooted and really just give us the tea on what we need to know and how to do it. Like, he's going, he literally has the answers for everything. And if it's if it's not clearly defined in the Bible, if it's not clearly defined in his word, go to him in prayer, seek his face, seek him in worship, get quiet even. A lot of people, I just saw this video, a lot of people uh, spend time with the Lord, but the first thing that they do is they get on their phone and they play worship music. Mm -hmm. When really God, he wants us to get quiet with him and to spend time with him in silence so that we can hear him clearly because there's just a lot of noise going on all the time and although yes he wants us to sing and praise and worship and lift our voices sometimes um, just yeah sometimes just being quiet is the way to go so that we can really hear him really be saying something yeah just want to throw that out there john 15 he's the he's the vine he is how we grow <laughs> And he will cut off anything in us that bears no fruit, but we have to be willing to let it go. We can't hold on to it. So yeah. He is the gardener. We are the garden. He's gonna pull up every <laughs> vine that don't bear fruit. Don't be one of the vines he pulls up, please. Don't be. But um
This was good. I feel like this was like a therapy session or something. <laughs> this therapy session was brought to you by Casey <laughs> and Kayla. And Sorry about that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> but thanks y'all for listening. Uh as we wrap this up, y'all will do the outro. So what is it today? Today's outro is Okay. Today's outro is I don't know. Show gratitude for where you are and um always be encouraged and never get discouraged. Keep going. Keep seeking the Lord. Um seek first the kingdom and his and his righteousness and let all these things be added to you. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough worries of its own. Period. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all next week. Love y'all. Love.